Flexmuscle.com brings you Quantum Physiques, building strength and power for your mind, your body, and your spirit. Alternative medicine, muscle growth, mood enhancement, motivation, putting your mind at ease, harnessing your maximum potential. Quantum Physiques, here's your host, Brian Cunningham. And welcome to another episode of Quantum Physiques, where we strive to build strength and power for mind, body, and spirit. I'm your host, Brian Cunningham, joining you here every week, of course. Today, 9-11. How ironic that our last week's guest, Michael Levine, a host of Expert Witness Radio, a uh, federal court-qualified expert witness on conspiracy. He's put more people in jail for conspiracy than, uh, than any other agent, actually, when he was with the DA. He is the most highly decorated agent in the DEA. Again, somebody who lives conspiracy. How ironic that he and his girlfriend on their show the week before 9-11 actually happened predicted that 9-11 it's actually on tape you can actually go into his archives and dig it up and, and listen to it actually um, so 9-11 obviously the mother well the most recent mother of all conspiracies as to what really happened um, obviously there's been an acceleration of um, of events you might say in the past 10 years i think everybody that i've ever asked you know have you noticed there's been an acceleration of of issues going on with the hurricanes the tsunamis the earthquakes um the economic catastrophe uh you know a lot of things here between like issues such as peak oil peak economy uh peak energy in a sense also uh, you know the environmental things that are going on there's definitely uh, some type of major shift it seems like going on here and we are living through it and it definitely has been uh quite a roller coaster for all of us and i think 9-11 really was the catalyst for us in the industrial nations you know europe the, the, i guess they're called the g7 um, referring, of course, to the group of seven nations in the UN that are the wealthy ones. I think it's like you know Europe, uh, Canada, the US, and maybe Japan, something like that. I forgot exactly what it is, but definitely has um, uh, heralded some significant uh, catalyzation of, of raised crazy stuff going on. Uh, but in other news, before I get to that, uh, you know, I guess a, a big muscular guy died. Famous actor, really good actor, actually starred in. Uh, I think it's called The Green Mile with. Um, What's his name? The guy who is uh, Steven Spielberg's best friend, I guess. Um, can't think of it right now. But anyway, Michael Duncan Clark succumbed to, I guess, his heart attack that he had earlier this year. Uh, he actually uh, passed away this past week uh, from, from, I guess, complications from that heart attack. Now, the interesting thing is he had recently become an advocate for PETA, which, of course, um, is a group that advocates uh, vegetarian lifestyle. Which it seems like, according to the evidence, is a relatively dangerous way to eat. I really do think that the the body of evidence shows that um, you know vegetarianism, if done intelligently, perhaps like maybe Gary Null or even famous vegetarian bodybuilder Andreas Calling probably did. Um, you know, if you eat vegetarianism in a healthy way uh, and make sure you get all those missing nutrients like B twelve. Uh, like, you know, CoQ10 and carnitine as an example, which Gary has recommended supplementing, you know, perhaps maybe a vegetarian lifestyle can be healthy, but it seems like, um, you know, it may have been a factor in uh, Clark's heart attack because um, I think I was reading somewhere recently that he did, he had potentially high iron levels 
and I think vegetarian diet can precipitate uh, something called hemochromatosis, which for men especially, iron is very toxic and very dangerous. Actually, there's been some studies showing that when you um, give blood on a regular basis for men, they have a significant reduction in uh, cardiovascular disease and cancer. And so while the uh, you know, official results aren't in exactly what happened with him, I think there is some question about his um, lifestyle, his diet specifically, and how much that was a factor in his demise. So sad to see him go. And I hope people out there realize that, um, you know, again, you can eat healthy, moral, um, you know, paleo style diet full of healthy grass fed organic meats, um, you know, Oh, uh, what's it called? The uh, one with uh, that Dave used to have. Dave Palumbo has on his website. U.S. Wellness Meats, exactly. Famous farm. I know the guy John who owns the farm actually, and it's just the guy actually finishes his cattle on grass. Most grass-fed uh, cattle are finished on hay to make them get fatter, so they can have more marbling in the meat and they can sell at a higher price, of course. But U.S. Wellness Meats does finish on grass, which really is a very tough thing to do for cattle because they're normally a very lean animal. So that is one place if you want to get the highest quality grass-fed uh, you know, meat on the market in the U.S., go to U.S. Wellness Meats and uh, check them out. They're really good. So 9-11, actually quite interesting. Um, I'm sure everyone always asks, where were you when you heard the news? Um, last week, Mike Levine, of course, covered, uh, I guess, some of the stuff he's gone. He's waged war. I mean, really, the guy is a real-life expendable raging war on the CIA uh, with their covert operations to uh, import drugs. Michael alleges and has a lot of evidence supporting it, of course, with several agents. He has, he's offered to give a free CD to anybody who wants it. A hundred years of experience. It was him and four other agents uh, working for either the FBI, DEA, um, and them together had over 100 years of experience talking about the clandestine operation of the CIA. You know, our intelligence agency actually importing drugs into this country to sell to, for example, the uh, street gangs in California. I believe it was, um, uh, I've got the San Jose Mercury was uh, somebody there, a, a famous uh, reporter, broke the case. It got nationwide publicity. It was in the news. This is probably back in the 90s about this allegation. And it really was part of a congressional investigation even as to what was going on. Um, But, you know, sad to say it subsided back into obscurity. But who knows exactly what's going on? I think that Mike always says you have to look at the evidence and see exactly where um, the facts, you know, reveal the truth really is. Now, I'm not going to get into all the facts around 9-11. I don't think that's really important. If you want to investigate yourself to see what really did happen, you can always go to uh, 9-11truth.org. You can also um, read, I think the first person to break this was um, Michael Rupert. Now, actually, I came across this whole thing about 9-11 and the controversy behind it from Michael Rupert. He was um, an amazing, uh, I guess, ex-retired uh, police officer. His family had um, a you know, long military, I guess, history. His mother was um, working for the military back when Pearl Harbor happened. Uh, she worked in the, um, I guess, in the department that did linguistics and helped to translate or crack uh, different codes of communication by, by the enemy. So, um, 
you know, and Mike Cooper was a, a you know a very respected uh, police officer that began to investigate, uh, you know, things like Mike Levine did, and began to discover or unearth some very troubling uh, facts and um, and issues that he put together, and um, you know, got a lot of attention. Just like Mike had a lot of death threats and drive by drive by shootings, all kinds of crazy things. He has since, I believe, gone into hiding. I've met him. I've been to several of his lectures and actually talked to him in person about it. And um, you know, the overarching theme of this is that. Um, well, as Zbigniew Brzezinski, who was, I believe, uh, in the Clinton administration, uh, wrote in his book, uh, I forgot the name of the book, but if you look up Zbigniew Brzezinski, he wrote this book about what the next geopolitical battle was going to be. And it was going to be over oil, over energy. And the specific area was going to be specifically in Afghanistan, where there was need to put a pipeline in from an oil-rich region down to the one of the seas down there. Maybe it's the Caspian Sea. I forgot exactly what it was. And of course, the Afghanistan, um, you know, I guess government there was very um, militant and was not very cooperative. And so, Brzezinski wrote that what's needed to, I guess, get the American populace supporting a war. Would be uh, another Pearl Har- a new Pearl Harbor, he called it, which ironically, uh, Pearl Harbor itself has a lot of controversy around as to what exactly happened there as well. There's been documentaries made about that as well. That you know the U.S. knew the U.S. government knew way ahead of time what was happening. That the Japanese, the U.S. actually our mil- our Navy embargoed Japan and forced the Japanese into attacking us. We already knew ahead of time what was going to happen and, and stood down to let it happen again. To uh, I guess invigorate public opinion to support us getting into the war because America was very much like standoffish. We didn't want to get involved with other people's wars and um, Pearl Harbor was the catalyst that allowed that to happen. So Brzezinski writes in his book that what's needed is a new Pearl Harbor. Now again, this idea uh, is goes back throughout through antiquity actually. Uh, and if you look up, just as I said on one of the previous shows, the USS Liberty, if you Google the USS Liberty, you can see right there the case where a U.S. naval warship was attacked by Israel and and sunk, and the um, you know the, mil- the the navy had called for for backup, and they were not supported by the by by the other navy because they were they were told from the high echelons of power, um, the White House specifically, to stand down and let this thing happen. Um, and if you Google that, you can read about that. I mean, just look at the Vietnam War, Gulf of Tonkin. There's no better understood false flag operation than the Gulf of Tonkin, where, again, um, the whole thing was just a contrived, I guess, um, event to, once again, get the American population to support, you know, the powerful's war. The, the, the powers that be wanted to go to war, basically. And I, ironically, it's been Howard Bloom and Mike Levine, the two guests I've had on the show in the past year, that have really helped me to understand uh, the science behind all this. Because, you know, Howard writes, uh, you know, the fact that if you understand the science of, of social groups, it really doesn't make a lot of sense as to why crazy things can happen. Um, for example, morality. People say, you know, there's no way that... You know, our government, you know, our president would allow American citizens to be killed. But people don't understand that that at that high level of operation, just like a military commander, the idea of morality is much different. Um, You know, it's almost a game of chess, whereas, for example, the general has to orchestrate a battlefield 
to win the war. And so a lot of that is a chess game where you have to strategically sacrifice young men and women, young Marines, of course, knowing full well this is what has to happen in order to win the war. So that morality, of course, uh, is very different than you or I, where it's a handshake, it's eye contact, it's a sense of, uh, you know, I know you, that there's no way I'm going to go and, and do anything bad to you because I know you. But when you exist at that level, there's a whole different playing field of what moral really is. And, um, of course, again, in the animal kingdom, as Howard also showed me, uh, you know, in-group violence is just as brutal as out-group violence, meaning that, you know, we think that we're all on the same team, you know, Yankees, Mets, America, rah, rah, go, whatever. But the truth is, if you look at uh, all kinds of social systems, not only in people, but in, you know, primates and wolves and lions, it's brutal. There is a pecking order that is brutally enforced. And murder and conspiracy is a regular part of all social, uh, social groups. So there's no reason, and again, the evidence supports this again, uh, to, to think that we would be any different. Um, that there could be a brutality existing within our own group um, that would rival how we treat, you know, how we dehumanize and treat other so-called enemies, basically. And, you know, going again back through antiquity, if you look at the history of these types of behaviors, you see, I mean, I remember when I was a kid reading about the Mayan kings having to create these uh, smoke bombs. They used to get these little, you know, bombs full of like some kind of powdered dust that would make a lot of smoke or whatever it was. And they would climb on top of the pyramids that they had all their peasants make, of course, then on top of the pyramid with their big, you know, regalia, their golden arches and feathers and all kinds of stuff. So they looked like gods. They would throw these smoke bombs down and make big puffs of smoke and actually intimidate or, you know, what's the word? Um, Just make the average person, the people that there was down there below them, believe that they had the power of gods, that they were the anointed ones. And so being, were able to keep the power and keep the peasants or the average commoners uh, giving them, you know, their corn, their gold, et cetera, et cetera. So this type of behavior where the alpha on top has to use some type of show of force, whether it's brutality the police state, uh, you know, you name it, to, um, you know, to magic, to conspiracy, to controlling the media. Of course, more complex systems that will use more complex forms. If you want to understand that, you should read Howard Zinn and Noam Chomsky, two authors, two intellectuals revered for impeccable research showing how the powers that be in our country um, have used the media to really control what people understand as far as what reality, to shape reality. And even Howard's, uh, Howard Bloom's, one of his chapters in his book is called Reality is a, is a Shared Hallucination. Because when people agree on something or when people are spoon-fed an idea of what reality is and they all agree on it, that becomes de facto their reality, actually. So, again, you weave all these disparate notions together and you come up with a, a really good solid framework for why the supposed you know, unbelievable things really happen. And again, as Mike and I were talking last week, when the uh, when Congress commissioned um, the church report or the church commission report basically to investigate the CIA, what they concluded was that, you know, by and large, public incredulity takes care of not having people be outraged. In other words, public just refuses to acknowledge, to believe these things happen. And I think all of us kind of know, if you stop anybody in the street 
and ask them, do you think there's something going on? Everyone kind of says, yeah, everyone kind of knows. It's almost like common knowledge. Everybody knows that power, absolute power corrupts absolutely. That criminals run the country. Everyone knows this. But I guess we all feel so disempowered because the system, they've been so um, you know, successful at really making all of us feel disempowered that we're all just trying to like, you know, hold on to the little few crumbs we have. You know, and in a way, you have to really admire the success of their system at enabling them to get to get what they want. Um, they're very successful at that. And so that's why I think that this thing continues. We'll take a quick break and come back for more in-depth analysis of what this all means here on Quantum Physiques. Come back right after this break. I'm your host, Brian Cunningham, here on Quantum Physiques. We'll be right back. Quantum Physiques, building strength and power for your mind, body, and spirit. If you train hard, you need to recover hard. Training elevates cortisol, but so does stress and tension. Stress is the number one health risk you face today and not only causes you to put on abdominal fat, but it's also one of the contributing factors in the top six causes of death, which includes heart disease and cancer. But now you can relieve that stress, rebuild, recover, and feel great with fast-acting Gabatrol. Gabatrol works quickly to help you improve relaxation and recovery, reduce cortisol, elevating stress, and reduce binge eating. Plus, Gabatrol will also help you to get that deep, restful sleep. Warriors are built, not born. And now you can build a better body with fast-acting Gabatrol. Recommended by New York Times number one best-selling author, Dr. John Gray. Gabatrol is available now at rxstress.com. P28 High Protein Bread is the official bread of RX Muscle. Are you looking to incorporate more protein into your meals or just want to enjoy bread again? Then look no further. Try the 100% natural P28 High Protein Bread. P28 High Protein Bread is a formulated revolutionary breakthrough product. Packed with whey protein isolate, 14 grams of protein per slice, 12 grams of carbs, 8 essential amino acids, and made with 100% whole wheat. Fear bread no more. Build a better body with P28. Order today at highproteinbread.com. P28 is also now available at bodybuilding.com and many other retailers. Order now, highproteinbread.com. P28 Bread, RX Muscle approved. Fusion Bodybuilding makes bodybuilding's strongest supplements, and they're committed to giving back to you. Fusion Bodybuilding not only want to promote the bodybuilding lifestyle, but they also want to help build the sport. Bodybuilding is all they do. It's their obsession. You know the feeling. That's why you're here. Visit Fusion Bodybuilding at FusionBodybuilding.com or join in on the conversation on the Fusion Bodybuilding fan page on Facebook, where you'll find IFBB Pro Q&As, contest giveaways, and nothing but in-depth bodybuilding talk. Fusion Bodybuilding, bodybuilding's strongest supplements. Head over to FusionBodybuilding.com today. Quest Bars from Quest Nutrition is Dave Palumbo's favorite protein bar. It's the only bar that's not simply a candy bar in disguise. There's no sugar or sugar alcohols, no soy, and zero trans fat. Quest Bars contain only the highest grade protein from whey and milk protein isolates. Quest Bars are also the lowest carb bar available, only 4 to 5 grams, and they all come from nuts. Quest Bars are also gluten-free. Quest Bars were specifically made for people who are serious about their physiques and who want the highest quality ingredients. Best of all, they taste great. Learn more about Quest Bars by visiting questproteinbar.com and try them out for yourself. Check out questproteinbar.com now. rxmuscle.com Now you have a place to turn when you want the truth. On bodybuilding, diet and exercise, up to the minute news and more. Visit the rxmuscle.com forums featuring celebrity Q&As with IFBB professional athletes, top amateurs, and the brightest minds 
giant in the industry. Listen to our weekly radio shows, including Heavy Muscle Radio, Muscle Girls Inc., After Hours, and more. Contest coverage, videos, even our own social networking site, RX Muscle Place. Visit RxMuscle.com. And welcome back to Quantum Physiques here on RxMuscle.com. I'm your host, Brian Cunningham, where we are doing an in-depth analysis and investigation into 11 years ago today, 9-11, and what it means for us going forward. Mike Rupert was talking about uh, Brzezinski's book and how he actually had predicted this would have to happen in order to uh, foment public uh, support of a war that would help America geopolitically secure um, you know, the, the, the energy reserves of the planet, basically. And so that seems to be what happened. Um, if you look at his book, Crossing the Rubicon. Now, again, Mike Rupert was a lone nut, a conspiracy theorist who gained so much credibility over the past 10 years. Uh, again, this is like, this has gone mainstream. This is like Wall Street Journal. This is Mike Rupert specifically. Been reviewed. His, he has a movie. It was a, a dialogue, one man sitting in front of a camera talking about the collapse of civilization. And it was so well done and it got so much attention from the pundits that it actually had reviews in papers like the New York Times. And I believe specifically there was a review in the Wall Street Journal. The film itself had widespread distribution. If you look up Mike Rupert film, I forgot what it's called actually, but it is about the collapse of civilization, which we are going through right now. I do think Mike has a pretty interesting theory that is supported by a lot of evidence. Um, another expert I think is, um, you know, I think he's got a PhD in economics. He used to work down on Wall Street. Chris Martinson is somebody you may want to check out. He has, um, I guess, the crash course. It's, a, it's like a 10-minute, you know, synopsis of what's going on, basically. Uh, now, here's a guy back in, uh, you know, 1999 or the year 2000 who left Wall Street, sold all his stuff, bought gold at like $200 an ounce, and now gold's at roughly $1,700 an ounce. So he probably, what, eight, nine times his money. Um, he has a, a solar-powered farm up in Massachusetts. He's off the grid. He's self-sustainable. And he's developing, helping people to develop, you know, again, these self-sustainable units of, of agriculture or, or of um, community, basically. And that's kind of the overarching theme of where I'm going to go with this whole thing because it really doesn't matter who does what, who shot JFK. None of this stuff really matters, you know, whether or not it was... Osama bin Laden that flew those planes or, you know, factions of our government working with them. The bottom line is that where does this leave you and I uh, as far as empowering our lives? Obviously, we're not going to start going out there and waging war against the government. And I'm not saying that, but it does help you to realize what's really going on so you can be empowered to not buy into the system, of course. So Rupert has gone mainstream, has gained credibility, and uh, if you look at what he says about the um, the false flag operation of 9-11 and the facts surrounding it, I mean, unbelievable amount of facts. Um, but again, you have to look at the science behind all of it and realize that when you realize that morality at that level is very different and whether it means sacrificing uh, you know, a battalion of Marines, 18, 19-year-old boys and girls, or it means sacrificing civilians, and again... Joint Chiefs of Staff, Kennedy Administration, Operation Northwoods. It, if you, it was revealed as part of a FOIA request, Freedom of Information Act, part of the congressional record, that the Joint Chiefs of Staff sequestered the Kennedy Administration to set up a false flag operation where they were going to bomb, shoot down an American airliner to blame it on Cuba to, again, 
justify us going to war against Cuba. Now, it never happened, of course, but the fact that the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the highest echelon of the U.S. military, had submitted a proposal to Kennedy to do this is one more piece of evidence showing you that this is a very common thing. This is the strategic morality of, and I'm not saying it's even wrong. I, I actually, I don't, even, I don't even think it's wrong. This is how these systems operate. But my point is, I don't want to be the one in that plane. I don't want to be the one down at the World Trade Center on 9-11, right? And now I'm sure neither one, neither do you. And I'm sure I, I've lost loved ones down there. And a few of my family members, people that I know, besides my family, that have lost people, absolutely refuse to consider. They actually get angry when they're presented this type of evidence because it's so disrupts their, their reality map. People cannot cope with a, a distortion of their reality map, right? It's almost like you can't question God. You can't question politics. Um, there are certain things you can't talk about because people get very flustered and we need security so much so that we really would rather live in, in an illusory world, again, with you know, fabricated stories, as long as the group believes in it, than have to deal with the truth that is uh, terrifying and uncertain. But, you know, again, um, the thing to remember here is where does this all point? Because, again, it's not so much about 9-11. It's not about, you know, who's conspiring to do what. I think within each company, you know, within RX Muscle, within, you know, Kodak, within Nutrition, uh, Now Nutrition, who I know is going on there with, uh, you know, price fixing, conspiring. It happens all the time. In-group violence, in-group conspiracy is just as... Um, profuse or as prolifer- proliferous, basically, as groups or teams conspiring to undermine the enemy. And once you understand that, you start realizing, you know, this is a really cool matrix we're in, man. This is like, you know, Darwinianism, of course, is not just survival of the fittest, it's also survival of the fittest groups, because, of course, when one group conquered another group, that would be um, total, you know, I guess, what's the word? Destruction, uh, rape and pillage, of course, and um, you know that group would be would be decimated. But then again, within that you know survival of each group, you had survival of the fittest within each group too, of course. And you had you know the individual, as Harold Bloom talks about. That's a great show about how it drive to be um, an individual for our own tribe, the tribe of one, within the context of of our own group. And so you realize that there's always this uh, this tension of opposites, this push and pull of opposites. You know, this is one of the overarching, I guess, laws of physics is that um, there's always competing systems. There's always competing dynamics, right? A muscle can only be so big before it becomes cumbersome. And so how do you pack in, um, you know, a higher strength to weight ratio? How do you pack in um, more um, efficiency out of the muscle? You know, you have these, you know, again, forces, um, you know, controlling how big a muscle can get versus how, I guess, efficient it can get. And then we all know those guys in the gym that can like, you know, bang out like heavy bench press, man, skinny little guys, but they're highly efficient. You know, their neuromuscular innovation is highly efficient. And you see a lot of big, big guys that got these thick, puffy muscles and, you know, that are not near as strong. And they're not even in really in really good shape. They, they look great, I guess, as far as most of us want to be big and feel we have like a shield up, but they're not very efficient. So you see that, that I guess, yin and yang, that, that tension of the opposites right there. And, and again, it affects every part of life from relationships to work, to, uh, to our very country and, and civilization and what goes on on these larger scale events. And I think that, uh, again, 
where does this all point us is the past 10 years has definitely been uh, more uncertain, more paradigm shifting than anything we've experienced, I believe, from what I've read uh, the past century, really. There's been an acceleration of stuff going on. And so, uh, again, I've encouraged all QP listeners to start having a plan B and a plan C. You know, I began, you know, we keep bees. I'm looking to buy a farm. I want to get some chickens. It sounds crazy, but you know what? I want to get off the grid. Um, I want to have just a backup plan so that no matter what, uh, if everything falls apart, I have access to, you know, food and shelter and security, basically. Um, you know, I began my own company again because before 9-11, I worked for, uh, you know, for the man. I had a job. I was really comfortable and I felt there was a lot of security and that all fell apart basically uh, about you know, 10, 11 years ago, and I began to realize you really can't count on that. You really can't count on anything. That's why um, you know, when I worked for Equinox as a trainer, I also had, along the way, began developing my own thing, and that's what I encourage everybody to do. Find your passion, see what you're really into, and see what you can do as far as developing you know, your hobby and what you enjoy into a business. If you need help, you can you know, post on the um, Facebook page, I'm really into helping people become entrepreneurs. I really think that that is a driving force behind the economy, behind individual independence, is to start learning what you do, what you're passionate about that you can do to help other people besides being a cog in somebody else's wheel, you know, a brick in somebody else's wall. You know, it's one thing to work for Coca-Cola and have job security, but why not go out there and start your own, like, you know, stevia sweetened, uh, healthy, you know, diet soda drink or whatever, you know, with like green tea or kava kava or something like that, you know, that's a much better idea than making $90,000 a year of Coke, that's for sure. And, and I'm sure there's a market for it, believe it or not. So if you want to pursue entrepreneurial ideas, uh, I would definitely, you know, welcome discussing that on our Facebook page, which is the Quantum Physiques Facebook page, of course. We could even develop our own group if you want to, some kind of a mastermind group where we can kind of coach each other and, and discuss various projects and act as accountability coaches to help everybody really launch their own thing because I think you really enjoy um, the, the journey and I believe that given enough time, you'll be more than impressed with the results and uh, it may allow you to actually change the very trajectory of your life. Just as we all know that lifting weights, if you do it consistent and you have some discipline, uh, can obviously have a profound impact on every area of your life. I mean, for me, of course, as I always have said, it's, it's a mental health uh, must. It really helps to keep me psychologically balanced not just physically balanced. And so I think the same thing can be said for pursuing something you're passionate about uh, with entrepreneurial gusto and making that happen. And that really is the, uh, I guess, the positive, inspiring, uh, I guess, message from the last 10 years of, uh, of, of change and turmoil that, again, once again, began today, 11 years ago on 9-11. So with that said, I want to thank you once again for tuning in. This has been your host, Brian Cunningham, here on Quantum Physics Radio. Come back next week for another exciting show. Quantum Physics with Brian Cunningham is dedicated to harnessing the power of the holy grail of health, fitness, lifestyle, and success. And you'll hear Quantum Physics every Wednesday evening only on RX Muscle.